Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Welcome to the weekend edition. We have a very special show for you today. We are live on location at one of our newest projects. This is a 26-acre property in the core of Canada's national capital region. This 26-acre property is a working farm. It is a historic farm, and it's owned by the federal government. And we've just finished negotiating with the owners of the farm for up to 25 years. This property's had a tremendous amount of investment by the federal government, almost $7 million of improvements in the property, and it is absolutely stunning, literally on a world-class basis. And in the show notes, I put a link to some photos. You can see some of the spectacular structures and vistas on this particular property. Our vision is to create an urban farm-to-table restaurant where part of the produce for the farm will be, in fact, cultivated on property. Now, of course, with our northern climate, we're not going to have the ability to produce year-round. The climate just doesn't allow for that. So we will have to import somewhat, but it will still be a bona fide farm-to-table experience based on organic growing and organic meats. It's often been said that the restaurant business is a tough business, and I believe that to be true. I think it's also equally important to have something that's differentiated in the market. Opening yet another pizza place when there's already 50 of them in town isn't necessarily a path to creating something that's differentiated in the marketplace. I can tell you without any hesitation, there is no other farm-to-table restaurant in the city with a 26-acre property built in a historic setting such as this. In fact, there's no other farm-to-table restaurant of any kind in this city of a million people. Of course, when you're dealing with a historic property, you've got a lot of constraints to deal with. You can't alter the building in any way, or at least not without permission. It's got to follow some very strict guidelines. But most importantly, here's a property in the core of the city that needs to be animated. So let's examine what that means. Animating a property means bringing it to life, means getting people onto the property. There's got to be a reason for them to come here. And what we've been focusing on over the last several months as we've been working on this project is creating reasons upon reasons upon reasons for people to come here. I'll give you a few simple examples. Number one, of course, at the core of it will be the farm-to-table restaurant, which will not open until well into next year once the pandemic is behind us and we get all the proper entitlements and licenses. So that's a multi-month project. There'll also be an event space for family events, for religious events. There will also be a farmer's market, a Sunday morning farmer's market, bringing people onto the property and celebrating the notion of urban agriculture. If you've never experienced a proper farm-to-table meal, this is something you really need to do. The food that you buy at the grocery store does not taste like fresh food. If you've really eaten food that is fresh from the farm, grown in its natural state, it has flavors that you never even imagined existed. A tomato tastes like a tomato. A carrot tastes like a carrot. It's an explosion of sensory flavor without any seasoning. So often in our current cooking, we season our food because our food is dead. So we have to over-season it to give it any life at all. In the With the natural ingredients that are coming out of a farm-to-table experience, the food itself explodes with natural flavors. And that's what you would experience here when we're open next year. Another thing that we're doing to animate the property is we've partnered with the Ottawa Jazz Festival. Jazz Festival is a renowned international jazz festival, and we'll be hosting this year four concerts on the property, socially distanced. So we've marked out sections in the audience for people to be socially distanced from each other, and we've got four concerts coming up just this month in the month of August, as we will have lots of other events coming up in the coming months and years. This is a very exciting project. It's an opportunity to create what I consider to be a legacy project. 
I don't know that it's necessarily going to be the biggest money-making opportunity on the planet. It's going to be healthy, and we wouldn't be doing it if it didn't make financial sense. But first and foremost, this is the opportunity to create something truly unique that's going to be a landmark on a world-class basis. Of course, a project like this requires hiring the right team, engaging the right team. And this is one area where I think we've managed to do that. We've pulled together a gentleman who I've known all of my life. He is an executive chef, schooled in New York City and in France. And he's worked on some of the most iconic properties in the world. He has trained the staff at the New York Hilton, the staff at the Hilton in San Francisco and Union Square. He's worked for Meridian Hotels in France. He's been a sommelier for the top French wines from Bordeaux, Chateau Lafitte, Chateau Briand, Chateau Margaux, all of the top French wines. He has represented those wines in the United States. He has been food and wine consultant to the White House for two different administrations. He has worked on properties like the Six Senses Resorts that captured the number one luxury hotel property award for 2020. He just came back from several weeks working on one of those projects in Portugal and another one in Israel. It's that caliber of world-class expertise that I think is necessary to bring a product of this caliber to market. And we're thrilled to have someone of that caliber on our core team. One of the features of this property are the community gardens. There are dozens and dozens of community garden plots where local residents from the area can cultivate their own vegetables and fruits and flowers on a 12 by 12 plot. It's no cost for folks to cultivate their plot. There's obviously a waiting list for people to get one of their own, and it's run by a cooperative here on the farm. As part of bringing this project to life, we've consulted with some of the most successful restaurant owners in our city. They don't view us as competition, far from it. When they've looked at this particular project, they've encouraged us. They've said, wow, you are literally sitting on a gold mine. They've said that this is an opportunity that if they had seen it, they would have loved to have done it themselves. So we've received tons of encouragement from other folks that are very established in the restaurant business. And quite frankly, we're new. We're rookies in the restaurant business. And I don't expect us to be hands-on running the restaurant on a day-to-day basis. Our goal is to hire the right experts and put those experts, the right people in the right chairs, to grow and develop this as an iconic property in the national capital region. Putting together a project of this size requires a massive team, not just the wait staff that are going to be helping serve any one of the 137 seats in the restaurant or the 75 seats on the patio. We're talking about the agricultural partners that are going to be coming from far and wide and giving us some of the fresh produce and the fresh meats that we're looking for. We're talking about some of the musicians that will be performing regularly at the property, whether it's in the dining room or for special events. We're talking about the agricultural partners that will be participating in the weekly farmer's market. We also have a team of beekeepers on the property, and they have been cultivating many hives of bees here on the property for many years. They've been providing educational seminars on the importance of bees and how bees replicate and how they produce honey and all of the rest. They're an amazing group of folks. And of course, we started the process of recruiting the right executive chef that will design the menu and be the general manager of the restaurant. This is a massive undertaking, but we've put together a highly specialized team that we think is going to be world-class for delivering a world-class dining experience for any location anywhere in the world. So I want to take a few minutes today while we're here on location, setting up the stage for the upcoming Jazz Festival shows to share with you some of the thoughts, some of the vision for what we believe is going to be an extraordinary project for us in the coming months and years, something we're truly excited about. And frankly, it's a little bit too soon to be sharing all of the details with you because they're not all worked out, but it's an opportunity to share with you something that's in our vision, something that's in our plan, something we've been working on now for the better part of a year, quietly behind the scenes. 
This particular project is a bold one. It's a bold vision. And it's one that was hidden in plain sight. This particular property has been lying vacant now for several years with no concrete proposals that the federal government was happy with. And it took several months of development and negotiation with the federal government in order to put together a project that they are very excited about. And we are, frankly, excited about as well. I wanted to take this time and share some of these ideas with you. Maybe you've had something that's been in your mind that you've just been not acting upon. Something that was hidden in plain sight right in front of your main field of view, but you have not been acting upon it. As you think about that, go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.